Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever this reaches you, you're listening to another episode of the Six Feet Under podcast. I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Pooche. <laughs> What's good, everybody? What's going on? How's everything fucking going? You chilling? You know, usually I would ask you, family, what the fuck are we eating? But I've started to realize something. We eating a lot right now. Yeah, we big as a motherfucker around here. Like, we really out here big eating, which is fine. You know what I'm saying? Nothing's wrong. We get to eat on. I'm more than uh, one to sit back and relax and chow down on a fat-ass bag of Doritos myself. But check this out, bro. We're going to be in this cheap thing for a little bit. We're going to be in this sheet thing for a while. Matter of fact, we're going to be in this sheet thing for a fucking minute. <laughs> Niggas is going to be at a house, bruh. Like, we are really out here on fucking punishment. And since y'all on punishment, why don't y'all go ahead and do me a favor? Oh, yeah. You already know I'm about to ask you. Go ahead. You listening to this. Probably listening to it on the Apple, on the Apple Podcast app. Even if you're not. If you're listening to me on the iPhone, do your boy solid. Go ahead, rate, and subscribe to the fucking show. Appreciate you. Give a nigga five stars. Or don't. I mean, hey man, it's all up to you. Give me a review. I appreciate that. I appreciate when motherfuckers talk to me. Because I talk a lot of shit. So, you know, man. I would appreciate that. But no, on the real tip, man, we are in the motherfucking crib. We are in the fucking house. But um, let's not get beside ourselves with the eating and the drinking, you know, within fucking two to three days. Not even two to three days. I think it was like in the first two days, the first day, motherfuckers was already tagging motherfuckers into goddamn alcohol challenges and shit. You know what I'm saying? You niggas are going to come out here with mad fucking drinking problems. I mean, motherfuckers already had drinking problems, you know what I'm saying, prior and just to be on my scientific tip, because your boy is educated, you know, drinking and alcohol and shit like that weakens your immune system. So in essence, you motherfuckers are making yourselves more susceptible to getting sick by drinking so much. But hey, that's neither here or there. You know, who the fuck am I? I'm just a nigga who lives in his mama's basement, uh, mom and dad's basement, and just uh, does a podcast on the side. That's what the fuck I do, right? Anyways, man, I'm getting at you guys today because what I came down to the conclusion is I fucking love this podcast and shit. And since I love doing it and I really fucked with it during February when I was doing the Surviving February series and I was dropping an episode each fucking day, um, I'm not going to do that shit again, man. <laughs> I'm not going to do that shit again uh, because one... I don't have that much shit to talk about. We are fucking inside. So how many days do y'all want to keep coming back to hearing me say, hey, y'all, how do y'all like being inside? Hey, y'all, what's it like being inside? Like, y'all fucking, y'all get tired of that shit with the fucking quickness. You're going to get fucking tired of it. So, I mean, for the most part, man, it looks like your boy will try to be dropping episodes Monday through Friday. Just getting through the week, man. Just getting through the time period. Just sparing the time because like you motherfuckers listening to this. I'm just a regular smegglass individual who has a fucking day job, who does shit like podcasting on the side. Look at that fucking phone over here going off and shit. Oh, man. Anyways, um, 
Sorry about that. But outside of all of those other things and endeavors that we have going on or don't have going on, it's just something that comes to my attention that it's like, hey, I like talking to y'all. You like talking to me. We can talk. That being said, man, I'm going to drop tomorrow on the timeline on the story that uh, if you want to be a guest on the podcast, if you want to be uh, someone who wants to talk some shit with me on here, then we can fucking do that, man. That'll be fucking dope. So it's something I'll open up the floor to uh, just move on to going forward because we got a lot of fucking time on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We got a lot of time on our hands and uh, we have a lot of shit that we could possibly not be getting into or be getting into. But the one thing I want us to not lose is our motherfucking mental. And I didn't mean to do that on purpose. No, I did not mean to rhyme. I'm just fucking good like that, y'all. Or I'm just fucking corny. Yeah. Pick pick your fucking pleasure. Poison. Sorry, y'all. It's fucking early as fucking morning right now. And I'm recording this shit. A little hype, though, because your boy is recording on a microphone. Uh, makes me feel fucking official. You're like, you're recording on a microphone. What the fuck were you recording on previously? Well, my nigga, I was recording on my fucking cell phone, which in essence, I'm still going to have to do because this microphone shit doesn't seem like it's going to hold up on my computer because I personally fucking have a terrible computer. But that's neither here or there. So enough of my fucking rambling. We're here today, ladies and gentlemen, dearly beloved. Because we got another Uncle P's advice mail. Yeah. Am I the only fucking person who, yeah, <laughs> side story. Am I the only fucking person when uh, it comes down to um, hearing the word mail, a nigga really breaks out into the Blues Clue song? Here's the mail, it makes me well, it makes me wanna wag my tail. Y'all remember that shit? When we get it, we yell out, mail. I'm pretty sure I fucked that up. But anyways, yeah, Blue's Clues was the shit, son. Blue's Clues was the fucking bees and knees. The only crazy thing about Blue's Clues is, is you end up find out my nigga Blue was the girl. And the pink nigga was the boy. Which is all fine, because love is love, daddy. But at the time, that shit confused the fuck out of us, didn't it? Like, Blue was a Blue was the girl. Like, they was fucking with a nigga head. <laughs> Big time. Big time. They was fucking with niggas' heads. But anyways, y'all, like I said, we out here today, ladies and gentlemen, because we are doing a, a listener letter, I guess you could say. I don't even like calling them shits of listener letters, because that sounds demeaning to me. Y'all motherfuckers ain't my listeners. Y'all my family. So we just got somebody leaning in for some Uncle P's advice. You know, like I always hit y'all up and say, you have a question, need to discuss your advice, slide in the DMs, get a little bit of Uncle P's advice. Um, And uh, as I've always said this to y'all, I'm your uncle. I'm not your dad. I'm not your father. I'm not a father figure. Hell, I don't even know my mommy was able to be a role model. But I am your uncle, though. So I'm going to give you some advice. You can either run with it or not run with it. It personally is your fucking choice, but, you know, it probably uh, is the best advice you're going to get, especially from your good old Uncle P. So let's scroll over here and see what the fuck we fucking with. Um, hmm. Let's call you. Uh, 
Let's call you Stacy. You said a concerned friend. You signed it a concerned friend who will call you Stacy. A concerned friend named Stacy. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> hey, Uncle Poochie. Appreciate your show, your sense of humor, and your ability to find positivity during these negative times. I won't be long-winded, but I want an honest male's opinion on why guys are fuckboys. So my best friend since elementary school just got engaged to a guy that she's been dating on and off again for almost 10 years now. Needless to say, this man is a complete definition of a fuckboy. Damn, all caps, so you know it's real. He is cheating on her numerous times and has even given her a, a curable STI. <laughs> oh man, Lisa was curable. Throughout all of this, my best friend has gone out and had her share of quote-unquote fun and attempted to heal from this toxic-ass fuckboy. Unfortunately, this Columbus short-looking-ass motherfucker... <laughs> Columbus short. Uh... That's ironic because that nigga was beating on bitches. Uh, Columbus short-looking-ass motherfucker has all has a lot of game and has always been able to sway her back into his corner. I'm going to be honest with you. I know where you're going with this, a concerned friend named Stacy, but if a man has enough game to, to lure his woman back in after giving her an STI, I, I'm just going to stop there. Anyways. Two days before the shut-in, two days before the shut-in, he proposed to her, and she willingly accepted his offering. Okay, well, nice guy. Looks, looks the world's coming to an end. He wants to be with her, maybe. She called me elated and excited, and I had to literally cover my mouth to keep from saying any out-of-pocket shit to her. And I'm back. Sorry. Cut out there. (laughs) But two days before the shut-in proposed, he proposed to her, and she willingly accepted Oh, she really accepted? Oh, yeah, that's where the fuck we were. Sorry about that. Jumping all over the goddamn place. Uh, she called me elated and excited, and I had to literally cover my mouth to keep her from saying something out of pocket to her. Yo, why you why you can't be happy for your friend, bro? Like, what's going on with you? The fuck is going on with you? What's wrong with you? Um... <laughs> Since they live four hours away from each other and she has always had other options to entertain her while he can't be around, I'm fully convinced that he only proposed to her right now to lock her down and make her feel secure while he continues his fuckboy ways out here in these COVID-19 streets. Whoa, whoa. (laughs) Question. Do men propose just to trap women into relationships? You know, <clears throat> knowing that they won't settle down anytime soon. Another question. Although I'm happy for my friend, I feel the need to tell her not to get married to this man since he's disappointed her so many times. Should I keep my mouth shut or should I say something? A concerned friend named Stacy. Well, a concerned friend named Stacy, check this out. I respect it. I fucking respect it. You're a fucking concerned friend, man. You're out here and you're trying to be fucking nice to your fucking friend and you're trying to like do right by your homegirl and you know, like play the role of supportive sister and shit like that. But I'm gonna be so real with you. You might want to sit this shit the fuck out. To be so fucking frank, as I was about to say earlier, if and just only if. 
A man has enough silver tongue game to convince a woman that is interested in him because of love. So his love interest, if he can convince his love interest to stick around with him after giving her STI, I'm going to be quite honest with you. There ain't shit you could say. <laughs> there ain't shit you could do to help your friend through this situation. Like her dude gave her a curable STI and she came back to him. And that means he cheated. Not only did he cheat, but my man's cheated raw. And everybody knows if it's raw, it actually counts. So with that being said, my man's cheated on your girl, cheated on her, gave her STI. She still took him back and she planned on marrying him, marrying him. What? In the fuck do you think you can say to her that could possibly convince her not to marry a dude who basically put her life in danger with his penis? Crickets, crickets, crickets. <laughs> not a damn thing, bro. You can't convince your homegirl to do nothing. So, I mean, you can you can try to tell her like, hey, girl, listen. I know you love this nigga. I know you think he's the one and whatever the situation may be. But I'm going to be honest with you, Chief. I don't think you're really going to be able to convince her on this. And realistically, you shouldn't want to convince her anyways, because here's the thing. She knows bro gave her STI once before. Therefore, she knows Brody is kind of full of shit. Therefore, she knows what she's most likely walking the fuck into. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't even bother trying to convince her in that bro's something that he's not. Because, again, she knows. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, this is no secret here. Everybody knows. It's just seeming to the fact that your friend is okay with this. And that's okay. That should be okay with you. Realistically, we as human beings teach people how to love us. And we teach them how to treat us. So that being said, there ain't nothing you can do, nor say, nor even try to convince her with. Um, but I've said that a multitude of times. But what I'll get into on the line with everything else that's in place is that you ask, do men trap women with engagement? Yeah, nah, I don't think so, dog. I mean, granted, like, you know, I can't put it past what a man will do to... Uh, you know, convince a woman that he ain't doing something he ain't supposed to be doing. Cause I ain't gonna lie, I've went on a limb and done some crazy shit just to convince whoever I was dating that I wasn't doing something I wasn't supposed to be doing. But I just feel like it's probably too much work to actually consider the fact that a nigga may realistically just straight up, you know, try to get engaged to your homegirl purely because he don't love her. Now I'm not saying he does love her. Because I have no fucking idea what this man's up to. You said he looks like Columbus Short. So therefore that makes him a dangerous individual. That means he has a lot of talent. He's a great actor. But he's going to end some type of way. Fuck this up. That's what my man Columbus Short did. Although I think that motherfucker is a phenomenal actor. Shout out to him. Uh, yeah. I would not think that a man would really stoop. Or I would hope that a motherfucker wouldn't stoop that low to get proposed to her just because he wants to lock her down. I mean, maybe he looked at it like this. He was like, yo, check this out. The world really might be coming to an end. And with that being said, I want to at least give you this ring to propose to you and see, you know, you know, if we get out this G thing, 
you know, maybe me and you can be married and shit. Maybe. Maybe. But for the most part, if bro really did fucking, you know, propose to her just so he could lock her down, that nigga is fucking diabolical. He is a fucking madman, and he is not to be fucked with. But hey, what the fuck do I know? Uh, again, just a nigga who lives in his parents' basement. Y'all out here taking advice from me. What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> nah, man. But no, seriously, I will leave it the fuck alone knowing you um, the way I know you concerned friend named Stacy. I know you won't. I know you're going to fucking say something. And so I just want you to know this. When or if you do say something, just make sure you're about six feet away from her. Not because social distancing, but because she might actually swing on you for talking about her man. Because you and I both know this girl don't play about that nigga, even though he plays about her. (laughs) Hey, I hope you take my advice. Yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, Again, as we get close off from here. You listen to another episode of the Six Feet Under podcast. I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Puche. And then, as always, ladies and gentlemen, especially during these hard ass times we're dealing with, please, please, please allow the peace to kill the evil that is coming from within you. Until next time, y'all, I'm out.